Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is Down Syndrome. With the new Gerber baby being a cute little boy who has Down Syndrome, it has probably caused many more people to think about what is it? What challenges does it present? Are those affected by it able to have a good quality of life? Down Syndrome is a genetic disorder that is caused when there's an abnormal cell division of the 21st chromosome. Every human cell has 23 pairs of chromosomes. One in each pair comes from each parent. In Down syndrome, the abnormal cell division occurs at some point during the reproduction and results in chromosome 21 getting an extra full or partial chromosome. The most common, being represented 95% of the time, is trisomy 21, which is when a person has three copies of chromosome 21 instead of the normal two. This is typically from an abnormal cell division when either the egg or sperm is being created prior to fertilization. Mosaic is a rare form and is when the affected individual only has some cells in their body with an extra copy of chromosome 21. This is caused by abnormal cell division after fertilization. The third type is translocation and is when a portion of an extra chromosome 21 becomes attached or translocated to another chromosome other than chromosome 21. Typically, these individuals will have two copies of chromosome 21 and the extra material on another chromosome. This process can occur prior to or at conception. Despite being a genetic disorder, it's not inherited from parent to child unless of a translocated chromosome. It's an abnormality of cell division that can present in anyone. Risk factors that can lead to an individual having Down syndrome are being a carrier of translocated genes, can come from either the mother or father, having one child with Down syndrome, or the age of the mother being over 35 when she becomes pregnant. Because older eggs have a greater chance of not being able to properly divide, symptoms can vary for each individual, but there are some common traits that are classified specifically to Down syndrome. They typically have apparent facial features, but each person doesn't necessarily have all of the features. These features can be a flattened face, small head, short neck, protruding tongue, unusually shaped or small ears, and upward slanting eyelids called palpebral fissures. They also tend to have poor muscle tone, broad or short hands with a single crease in the palm, short fingers, small hands and feet, excessive flexibility, short stature, and tiny white spots on their iris, called Brushfeld spots. As far as cognitive functioning, most have mild to moderate impairment with delays in speech and the ability to process language. These individuals usually have challenges with short-term and long-term memory. In addition to these symptoms, people with Down syndrome also usually have other medical conditions that are related to the disorder that they are born with and get worse with age. Some of these include heart problems, gastrointestinal problems, immune disorders, obesity, spinal problems, sleep apnea, dementia, and leukemia. 
Treatment for Down syndrome is unique for each individual depending on their needs. The key is early intervention. In order to achieve this, there are several ways to diagnose it. There are screenings that can be done during pregnancy, such as blood work and ultrasounds, done at various stages. Pregnancy-associated plasma protein A, or PAPP-A, and human chorionic gonadotropin, or HCG, are blood tests done during the first trimester. A nuchal translucency ultrasound is also completed during the first trimester. In addition, doctors can order a quad panel, which is alpha-fetoprotein, esterol, HCG, and inhibin A during the second trimester. Other tests, such as chorionic villus sampling, which is taking a sample of cells from the placenta, or an amniocetesis, which is a sample of the amniotic fluid, can be completed at appropriate times during pregnancy. Both of these procedures are very low risk for miscarriage. Typically, after birth, a diagnosis is made based on the appearance of the child, but a blood test, called a chromosomal karyotype, is completed to confirm it. Once the diagnosis is made, it's important to assemble a team of professionals that will be able to help provide the needed interventions. This team includes the primary pediatrician and any specialists that are needed, such as pediatric cardiologists, pediatric gastroenterologists, pediatric endocrinologists, pediatric neurologists, developmental pediatricians, pediatric ENTs or ear, nose, and throat doctors, pediatric ophthalmologists, an audiologist, speech pathologist, physical therapist, and or an occupational therapist. The most essential thing to remember is to put together a team that you trust in providing the best possible care for your child. Part of the process of early intervention is to find a program in your area that offers assistance in doing this and learning about educational opportunities. It can be beneficial to find families going through a similar situation to have as a support group. For the individual, include them in social and leisure activities. While some adaptations may be needed, they profit greatly from participating. As the individual matures, it's vital to encourage independence and plan for transition to adulthood. Since the current life expectancy of a Down syndrome individual is 60 years old, planning is essential. Most of the time, individuals are able to live with their families, go to mainstream schools, and participate in the community, such as getting a job when they're old enough or mature enough with minimal to moderate support. As of now, there's no way to prevent Down syndrome. Prenatal counseling is recommended for everyone. This is especially true if you carry the trait for translocation or already have a child with Down syndrome. By doing this, you'll be prepared ahead of time if your child is diagnosed. While having a child diagnosed with Down syndrome can come as a shock and presents a unique set of challenges, most of these individuals are some of the sweetest, kindest, and lovable people. If you have any questions or concerns about Down syndrome, please speak with your doctor. If you'd like more information, please visit the National Down Syndrome Society's page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice diagnosis, or treatment. 
Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.